The NFL trade deadline is here. Will the Cowboys make a move? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, the NFL trade deadline is here. How are you doing today, buddy? Good. It looks like it's it's been eventful so far. Minnesota and, and Detroit made a huge trade for TJ mm-hmm. Hawkinson, which another kind of thing that's seemingly happening more and more. You're seeing where they're having in-division trades, mm-hmm. which seemed to yep. be a rarity before, but is happening more and more now. So it does look like a lot's going on. It'll be interesting to see if the Cowboys get involved. Yeah, and even before that, uh, on Monday, we had Roquan Smith being that's traded right. to the Bears. Uh, just to let everybody know, we are recording this about three hours before the NFL trade deadline uh, kicks off or uh, closes. Um, seems like we will get some moves here in a little bit. Let's start with this, Landon. Uh, speaking on 105.3, the fan this morning, Jerry Jones said that things could get feverish as the trade deadline approaches today. We've got some things we are entertaining. What are your first thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's it's interesting that Jerry's kind of coming out and saying stuff like that when he's been sort of kind of adamant against that. So, you know, so recently, previously, frankly, right before he made that last trade last week for uh, for uh, Hankins. Hankins. Yep. Hankins. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's it's interesting that he's, you know, th- th- this is what's hard to it's hard to tell. Right. Is that is this a situation where Jerry's just, you know playing the the ringleader he's he's Barnum and Bailey he's trying to get your attention he's trying to create you know positive buzz for the team or are they actually you know kind of in the middle of it looking at deals I tend to think that they are looking at some things but I also think that it's got to be the right thing right like I think I think that's that's the issue with a lot of the wide receiver talk I feel like is that the wide receivers that are out there that are we know are available or at least rumored to be available for for trade, it's like it doesn't really, none of them really seem to be a great fit for what the Cowboys are looking for necessarily. So, um, I, I tend to think that there may be a trade uh, that, that is happening, uh, but I think it might be uh, something that we're not necessarily expecting. Yeah, um, I will say this: I think the Cowboys are way more likely to trade away a player than to bring yeah. in somebody, just because. I mean, Landon, you look at the defensive line right now, and they just have too many players there, yeah, right? Like, they can't, they can't roster all of them. So. No, and Tristan Hill was a healthy scratch last week. Uh, Terrell Basham is healthy now, and he's been a quality player. It seems like the Cowboys could potentially move one of those guys for a late day three, probably you know a late pick swap or a conditional six-round pick. That, to me, still feels like the most likely move the Cowboys will make. Yeah, and I think that that makes sense, right? I mean, they have, if anything, they've got players to trade away. They've got, like you said, there's a glut. They might as well get something for some of these guys. Um, I, I tend to, I tend to agree with you that I think that the trade that is likely, most likely to happen 
uh, would be a player away from the team for picks right. potentially. And the the names we're looking at again: Terrell Basham, Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill. I don't know if I can see anybody else. That really feels like the the three that are the most likely to be moved, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, unless you you know, unless you wanted to get crazy. Well, no, I think I think that's likely the, the one. I mean, you know, yeah. I can't imagine anyone else, especially anyone on the offensive side at this point. Uh, and on defense, it's like it's that it, you have such a clear, uh, uh, you know, uh, spare parts. Not spare parts, but like you know, such a clear. Uh, backup of, of defensive linemen that you're not going to be able to roster. You're not going to be able to play all of them. So might as well get something for one of them. Yep. Uh, I agree. Um, I want to talk about some potential moves that Cowboys can make over the next couple hours, because I don't know if the Cowboys are going to just add a depth player. Like if they're going to make a move, it's going to be for an impact player. That's yeah. at least my thought. Is that your read yeah. here? I agree. If, if they're bringing somebody in, then they're going to bring somebody in that's going to uh, move the needle. Um, I, I don't imagine, unless they do something kind of like what you suggested earlier in the week with uh, Cedric Wilson. Which yeah, that's I'd, probably the only way, right? Yeah, but I, other than that, I think if they're trading, uh, they're likely going to be getting uh, a, a pretty you know an impact player as opposed to just making a small move of some sort. They want to find somebody that can move the needle a little bit, right? And, I mean, we like Cedric Wilson. I don't know if he does that, but I think there's some guys out there, and I think Jerry Jones, if they're going to make a trade, that's what they want to do. So let's get to some names on both sides yeah. of the ball. Uh, but before we do that, Landon, we want to tell everybody about prize picks and how much we absolutely love prize picks. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less in the prize pick projection, you win. You don't have to compete against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on just about any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the PrizePick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So that means if you deposit $100, they'll give you $100. If you deposit $75, they'll give you $75. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, let's start on the offensive side of the ball. And the receiver is really the position that we've been looking at. Um, I've got a couple names that I'll that I'll throw out. You just kind of tell me yes or no. First right. one is Brandon. First one, Brandon Cooks. Um, Texans have been exploring a trade. Um, the Texans are actually practicing right now, and he's not on the field. So you wonder if the Texans do have a trade lined up. Um Salary is a little high there. He's getting older. Uh, but what are your thoughts on Brandon Cooks for Dallas? If I remember correctly, the deal here is that he's due like something like eighteen million dollars yes. next year, right? Yes. So that's really unless you're planning on trading him and then just turning around and trading him again. Like I, I don't imagine that they're so uh, excited about potentially, um, you know, going out and, and, and re. Getting back into bed with another fifteen to seventeen plus million dollar, and it's eighteen million guaranteed next year. Yeah, so it's all the full money. You can't you can't work around that. So, um, 
you know, I th- I think that if the money situation was resolved somehow, like that that maybe it that's the one that makes some sense. I think you know, as far as the player and the the trade and maybe what the Cowboys are looking for. Um, but I I I don't think that uh, I don't think that the money situation is something that's going to be easily worked around. They would have to you know convince Houston to take on some of that cash, which I don't think that they're willing to do for a trade. Um, which they actually can't now. Now that we've passed the one, uh, there was a Monday deadline for restructuring of deals. Uh, they can't yeah. now. So yeah, I, I can't. I just don't imagine that that the Cowboys would be willing to take on that kind of cash. I mean, maybe they would. I, I certainly wouldn't be t- to- totally against it, uh, but just based on the way that they've they've made moves in the offseason, I, I don't imagine that that's something. Yeah, I, just because you traded away Amari Cooper because you didn't want to pay a guy $20 million uh, with the kind of stat line that he was having over the last couple of years, now you want to turn around, give up draft assets to pay Brandon Cooks basically that same amount of money who is having less of an impact in Houston. I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I, that's just one... I don't see the Cowboys doing like if they're going to make a trade for a receiver, that's just one that doesn't make a ton of sense. You know, and and the other thing too, to remember here is that like part of the other reason that they, you know, got rid of Amari Cooper is that they didn't think that they were going to be able to get value out of him because they wanted to run the football more. Hmm. You know, they wanted, they wanted to to kind of give more touches to the backs. And, and uh, so I just, that's why I think I, 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 I would be a little bit surprised if it was like a uh, a, a high dollar value wide receiver. Um, if you could get someone who's really good, who's you know on a cheap rookie contract or on a, on the last year of a deal or something, that would make more sense to me because yes, you could justify that a lot more. All right, and here's a receiver that's exactly what you're talking about. Um, Nelson Aguilar, last year yeah. of his deal with New England, um, didn't put up huge numbers last year in New England, but did have a really nice season in 2020 with the Raiders. He's just on a team that doesn't throw the ball down the field and, frankly, doesn't throw the ball a lot. His contract, very manageable going forward. Um, I know, Cowboy fans, you think of Nelson Aguilar, and you're not that excited, but I think in the right role as, like, a number three receiver who can stretch the field, I like that. Yeah, you know, he's he's a different player than he was with when he was with the Eagles. I mean, yes. he just he just did not have a successful early part of the season. I mean, early part of his career. Uh he's been to at least two teams since then. I, I can't remember yep. who he was up with before the Patriots, but Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders, that's right. And he played yeah. really, really well with the Raiders. Yeah, and, and, and I think and you know, then kind of earned himself a little contract with, with the with the Patriots, I think, too. Mm-hmm. So two years twenty two um, million. So, you know, they 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 are dealing with a couple different situations. They they may have several wide receivers on the market uh, yep. right now. Kendrick Bourne's um, the other one. Yep. Yeah, and so um, I, I do think that that one makes some sense. Uh, the money is – what's the money look like right now? Do you have that in front of you? Yeah, so his base salary is $9 million, but because we're already halfway through the season, it's probably around $4.5 million was what Dallas would owe him the rest of the year. And she's, uh, I mean, he's a, a, a uh, so yeah, four four point five million. I, 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 that that seems much more reasonable to me, and that's kind of right in the price range that we're talking about, right? Like an experienced veteran wide receiver who can uh, bring you some some uh, you know some playmaking ability to the to the 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 you know to the to the wide receiver room, but isn't someone that is going to command a whole bunch of touches. Isn't going to be no. someone that you have to feel like you have to get involved in, into the game plan. Three a targets a game and, and maybe two of them are down the field, right? Yeah, exactly. 
I think that that would be a good that that would be a, a situation where you would get benefits without having to risk a, a lot of you know capital and money. Yeah, and that's one I I know Cowboy fans are not going to like that name, but I do think he has some value, especially on a team that needs another receiver that can play multiple spots, that can stretch the field. He had an awesome uh, reception against the Steelers this year, like a sixty-yard bomb down the field. I, I think he's a quality player, kind of stuck in a low-volume passing offense. Um, now, if the Cowboys were going to swing for the fences here, and they were going to really try to go out and get a big name receiver, the name out there is DJ Moore, right? But I, I don't know if Dallas does that. Do you think? What do you think? DJ Moore to me is is the swing, right? Like that's like the swing. It, he's yep. he's the only one that to me makes a, t- a lot of sense, you know. Uh, simply because I think you can you, you can do a lot of things with DJ Moore. You know, he's not. I think he's a, 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 one of those versatile type wide receivers who doesn't necessarily need to be kind of an outside guy or an inside guy. You can move him around a little bit. He, he he's he's got some uh, ability to you know kind of be uh, flexible and versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got explosion. You know, it's the big swing because it's you know this is a guy this is a guy who will command touches right this is a yes. guy that will command a, a certain amount of 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 um, you know adding into the game plan um and i guess the question then becomes do the cowboys want to do that you know do, do the you cowboys... want to give up a first round pick and pay him which i, I mean his actual base salary is low this year but 19.9 million guaranteed in 2023 and then only a million guaranteed in uh 2024 but the panthers would take they would be eating a lot of money here. So you're going to have to give up probably a first round pick plus X to go get him. Hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it would excite me if we got him, but I can totally understand why that may be more than what the Cowboys are willing to get at this point. Right. He's, yeah. uh, he's, he's, a, he's a great player. And, and honestly, I mean, I'm frankly shocked that, that, Carolina is interested in moving him. I mean, I don't know that they are necessarily, they, you know, they would have to be, they'd have to be blown away by a trade. Yeah. I, I think that's thoughts. the truth. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I actually think it's more likely that the Cowboys add an impact defender, uh, than it is an offensive player. Cause we just went through a lot of the receivers and there's just not a lot of guys that fit. I've got a couple names for you, Landon, that I want to run through. Uh, and actually my favorite trade target. But before we do that, we want to tell you about bet online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting and basketball betting as the basketball season has just started. Shout out to Steve Nash to get out of the season as quick <laughs> as possible. Uh, find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every single sport out there. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Landon, let's talk about some defensive guys. Is there one defender out there that you would love to see the Cowboys trade for? I mean, there's a couple, I think. You know, um, is... This is uh if Jeffrey Okuda was available it sounds and, like he might be and the the price was right I might be interested in that simply because I I mean I think you've got great players at the position you could maybe move off some of these guys you're not going to get you know Lewis is probably 
done at this point. I think yeah. with the Cowboys, can, I mean, you can cut him and save five million next year. It's probably yeah. Good, you could get a guy who comes in here who, uh, you know, is a decent cover guy, but beyond that too. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen a defensive back play the run the way that he did against the Cowboys. Yeah, so he can really and, tackle, and I, and I think that that that's something that's important. You know, if you look at what the teams are trying to do to the Cowboys, they're trying to attack the the, the defensive backs and try to get outside and to the edge, hoping that they can hook the defensive ends and then forcing these defensive backs to tackle. If you get someone like Jeffrey Okuda in there, you might you might be a lot more solid in that specific aspect of the game. Uh, and I think it upgrades your your coverage overall. Now I don't think this is necessarily necessary, and it probably is um, more than the Cowboys are willing to to, to pay, considering that they I have that they have you know some depth there. But I do think that if the Cowboys were to trade for Akuda, it would be a slam dunk improvement I on agree. this defense. I agree because then Anthony Brown can either go to being your slot corner. Or just your third outside corner. Yeah, um, I, I like it a lot. I, I I don't know what their price would be. A second rounder probably feels a bit too much considering his injury history and how he's played. But I don't know if Detroit does it for a third rounder either. Um, yeah, I got one for you. This is, you want to talk about somebody moving the needle for the Cowboys, and I think changing the way that we view this team going forward. I've got a player who is a multi-time Pro Bowl player who has no guaranteed money left on his contract, and his team is really struggling right now. Does okay. he play for the Colts? He does play for the Colts. I think I know who it is. Go ahead. How about, how about DeForest Buckner? I was just going to say. You so, know, it makes sense, too, because, like, if you think about the trade that he went away from San Francisco, right, and, and mm-hmm. like, when they just felt like they had a lot of depth of defensive tackle, he's been dominant in both spots, so I really like this idea. And so just to be clear about his contract, no guaranteed money left in 2023 or 2024. The base salary is eleven million, so you're pay, paying him probably five and a half ish million dollars uh, this year. You want to talk about a guy that would fit Dan Quinn's defense perfectly, right? You could yeah. play him as a five technique. You could play him as a three technique. You could have him even play one on certain situations. I, I you pair him with Osa and Hankins and Parsons and Lawrence, and now we're talking about a defensive line that can stop the run and can get pressure all over the field. I would be willing to give up at least a second round fit pick for DeForest Buckner, even though he's 28 years old. 100%. 100%. I would too. I, I, I think that that, that, I mean, especially with the, the contract details being the way they were, I wasn't aware of that, that, that really kind of drives it home. The value there, right? For the Colts, you know, look, <laughs> their season's kind of falling apart as, mm-hmm. as we stand here. They may as well try to get some assets while they can. Um, I, I think that you suddenly you take a defensive tackle position that was good, you know, had some had some depth, had a couple of players, uh, too great, you know, really yeah, quickly. If Oso Digizua is your third defensive tackle rotating yeah. in, man, you're 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 living good. And the thing is, he can fill so many roles for you, right? Like that four eye, if you want that to be him, and not Chauncey Golston, great. If you want him to be the only defensive tackle on the field on third and nine. Awesome. I, I just think that's the type of player that could flip a playoff game, right? And we've seen him do it before with the 49ers, and right. we've seen him play really well against for the Colts. I just think he's the kind of guy that does move the needle for the Cowboys. You know, and I think the other thing, too, you, you have to consider is that he 
uh, he, he's the kind of guy that you know he's, he's going to be dominant and at the defensive tackle position he's going to be they could swing him all the way inside and out from like you said one to the five and, and one of the best things about it is that since the Cowboys have numbers at defensive tackle you might be able to get you might be able to convince the Colts to let you swap a player and a lower pick right yep. you may be able to convince them hey do you want Gallimore do you want Tristan Hill mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll trade for a third Right. Instead, sure. or, 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 you know, something like that. I think that, that would be uh, really beneficial or, you know, I mean, frankly, you've got enough of these guys. It could be, it could be Basham. It could be, sure. you know, any one of these. So uh, we played well I, for I them really, before. Yep. Yeah. I, I think, I think, uh, I think that that one makes a lot of sense. I just don't know if the Colts are interested. They should be. I mean, they, they, they really should be uh, one more, just really quickly. I'll throw out. I don't know how interested Washington is in doing interdivision mm-hmm. trades. Um, but Deron Payne is on the last year of his contract. He, I, I don't see Washington re-signing him considering how much money they've already given Jonathan Allen. I love Deron Payne. I would be willing to pay him what he needs on the open market. I, I think that's somebody who you could play with Osa, you could play with Hankins, and he really, really helps uh, your, your run defense. But, again, interdivision trades are so tough. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I imagine, like – you know, a position like that where like, this is a, a marquee player that they they know they're going to lose. I don't think they're going to want to necessarily yeah. give them away to the, to the Cowboys for what, what they would get for him. So, Probably not. They, they'd rather just hold on to him and try to resign him in the off season. At least that's, Probably my takeaway here. Uh, all right, Landon. So we still have about two and a half hours left to the deadline. No Cowboys moves as we were recording this podcast. I was hoping to to strike lightning twice, right? We, we had it happen with the Hank and Steel. Uh, did not happen today. Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast and the Cowboys didn't make a move, sorry, we apologize. Just the, <laughs> the nature of the beast here. If the Cowboys did make a move, we will be talking about it on Wednesday, I am That's sure. Right, so let's 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 hope that happens. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be back on Wednesday to talk about some of our all 22 notes from the Cowboys' win over the Bears. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reaction, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please go check us out on YouTube. Uh, like, subscribe over there. You can follow Landon on Twitter at BCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the rest of the trade deadline. We'll see you guys next time.